I'm thinking a lot these days about financial anxiety and how much we all just want to feel secure about the future for us and, of course, for the people that we love. There's a saying, you are never happier than your most unhappy child. And I would expand that to your most unhappy person you care about. I want everyone who hears this to be able to give the next generation the gift of financial security and the freedom that comes with it. That's why I wrote Launching Financial Grownups, Live Your Richest Life by Helping Your Almost Adult Kids Become Money Smart. I'm excited to share it with all of you, and I hope it can help put all generations of your family on the path to reaching all of your financial goals and dreams. Order your copy of Launching Financial Grownups today, and thank you for your support. You're listening to Money Tips for Financial Grownups with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of Launching Financial Grownups, because you know what? Grownup life is really hard, but together we got this. Hey, grownups, this is a big week for me. My book that I've been working on officially for two years, but really it's been about six years, called Launching Financial Grownups, Live Your Richest Life by Helping Your Almost Adult Kids Become Everyday Money Smart is coming out in just a few days. I'm super excited, as I said, but I am also very nervous and I'm feeling so grateful for all of your support. Many of you have told me that you pre-ordered copies of the book and are going to be writing reviews on Amazon when it comes out on March 22nd. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is really impactful. It means a lot to me personally, and it also actually really does matter, and it really does help book sales. And so I want to thank you in advance. You know, you could put this on pause for a moment and go order a copy right now. Advanced sales are huge. Like a lot of you guys, I have been struggling recently. So much going on. Of course, it always happens when you have something big, a big goal that you're achieving happening. All these other things are happening around you and make it really hard to focus. In my case, we've been doing a major construction project in my home. I don't have access to my bedroom slash office slash master bathroom, all that stuff. So I'm kind of a nomad when it comes to a place to work. And I am so far behind in terms of the ambitious plans to get the word out about launching financial grownups. I'm also just not sleeping well. My husband and I have had a really bad case of the flu. We tested negative for COVID. So we think it's the flu. We kind of forgot that the flu, just the regular old flu is still out there. But I have been totally knocked out for days on end. So extremely low productivity and just not getting to a lot of things that I really care about. So that's frustrating. And I don't know if that's something you guys go through as well. And then, of course, watching the news, it's been really traumatic. So I think we also need to be aware and really thankful for all that we have, the family, the friends, loved ones that are safe and healthy in this country or in different parts of the world. If you're listening somewhere else, I just wish everyone safety and security. So when I say your support is priceless, I really do mean it. it it's truly appreciated. I've been mentioning this new book, Launching Financial Grownups, but what I haven't really done is talk about why I wrote it and what's in it. 
So I'm going to share some behind the scenes secrets and insights into my own parenting and money challenges, how I've dealt with them and how I hope that that can help everyone in this grown up community to grow wherever you are in your life. And then I'm going to do at least one more episode, but probably a few more talking about the book and giving you some sneak peeks and some insights and some things that maybe happened since the book that are really relevant and taught me a lot of lessons because I'm really on this journey with all of you and learning. Okay, so we're going to talk about the reasons why I wrote this book. Reason number one, I could not get my almost adult kids to care enough to act and complete the money stuff that I knew would be really good for them. A couple of years ago, and this is how you know the idea for the book really came, I was trying to get them to do things that made sense because they were great kids and they were earning money and they were doing all the things, but then they weren't doing the money things that would help them in the long term because they're busy living their lives, which is totally normal. But they didn't do things. So the example was, and I talk about this more in the book, obviously, is I tried to get them to open up Roth IRAs because they were earning money. They would yes me and be like, yes, we're going to do that. But it wasn't actually getting done. And I, I gave them everything that I thought they needed. And you know, one thing a lot of parents don't really realize until it hits them is that when kids reach a certain age, you can't just do things for them, even if you wanted to, not that you should, but you can't. They're at an age where they are adults and they have to do it themselves. So I gave them the tools. I said I would go with them. I said I would call with them. I would watch them to the text. They could use my advisor at a discount brokerage, or they could use a robo-advisor or set up their own investment account wherever they wanted. They could use an app. There's so many ways to open up a Roth IRA nothing was working. So you can read about what happened in the book, but there was always something that was more urgent for them to do, like dinner plans with their friends or just life. I get it, but it wasn't getting done. And the deadline was coming. In other words, I was failing. Reason number two, things really are different for this generation. So some are really good, like being able to keep young adults on health insurance until they are 26. But Those changes have also skewed our perception of sort of the milestones of when adulthood starts in terms of money and expecting our young adults to support themselves. Now, kids also have to deal with a lot of new things. Many have student debt. They have a lot of social pressure to live a certain lifestyle thanks to social media. And they also have a lot less structure when it comes to careers thanks to the gig economy and so on, which look, it created a lot of freedom too. There's good things, but at the end of the day, it's not as cut and dry as it used to be. There's a lot of gray areas when it comes to how we all get paid these days and all the benefits that we need. And then of course, inflation, things are super expensive. And so it's no surprise that our kids don't feel ready to think of themselves as adults, even when they hit a certain age that we perceive that they should be acting like adults, certainly in terms of being financially not dependent on their parents. All right, reason number three, we, my husband and I, but also parents of our generation, parented very differently up to this point. And that has had benefits and consequences. So if we're being honest, A lot of us have prioritized our kids above all else. They're sort of the focus of our universe. We plan our schedules around them. We plan our finances around them. Our strongest identity is often as their parent. There were years when I had friends, actual friends, that I would reference as so-and-so's mom. And now that our children, our teens and young adults, what I am seeing with me and some of my friends is that under the guise of helping them, we were sometimes using money as a way to stay tied to our kids. I remember being lost when our youngest was old enough to get himself to school and his various other activities because suddenly I had so much time on my hands. I mean, that was what I did all day. I was 
logistics in chief, right? I was getting kids to where they needed to go, making sure they had their meals and so on, but suddenly they can do a lot of that themselves. And so what was I supposed to do? And yes, that is when I started playing golf more seriously. Joking aside, we're scared of losing something that has been such a major part of our everyday lives. And one way to stay connected is by keeping financial ties. So anyway, reason number four, the kids said they totally got it, but they didn't. They didn't know what they didn't know. What do I mean by this? Well, a friend recently told me how proud she was that her child bought their own airline ticket. This was a college age kid. So the kid also proudly said that they bought trip insurance. So proud. And they were proud that they did this without consulting their mom. Okay. But here's the thing. And by the way, this was all the parents' money, but that's they're in college. It's okay. Here's the thing. What they didn't do was, first of all, they didn't know how much the insurance was. They, they didn't really process, you know, what percentage it was and was it worth it, that kind of thing, even on their own. But they didn't know what the insurance actually covered. They didn't check if the credit card they were using or the one that they, maybe there was one they could have used, carried insurance already. So they didn't even need to buy the trip insurance. They would have benefited by checking with their parent who, by the way, again, it was their parents' money, but checking with them. So they're trying to be independent. They think they know all the answers. They're so well-intentioned, but they would benefit by checking with mom and saying, hey, should I buy the trip insurance? This is what it costs. This is what it covers. So think of it like we need to be wingmen, wing women, whatever, but for grown-up finances. We need to let them lead, but we also need to be there to keep them on track and make sure they have all the information that they need to make the best financial decisions and also that they know what to ask and when to reach out for help. All right. And the final reason, so this is reason number five. (sighs) This is a hard one. I realized my dad was right about so many things, even though I admit I did not listen to him at the time. So Launching Financial Grownups is dedicated to my dad for good reason. He did so many things right. And it's only now as I struggle to help my own young adult children that I fully appreciate the way that he approached teaching me and my siblings about money. For example, while he was always generous in giving me and my siblings money for college, he made us each sit down with him and present him with the amount of money we thought we would need for an entire semester and make our case. We had to explain where was the money going. Not a super detailed budget, but just broad strokes. Why do you need this number? Tell me about it. And after that, we were on our own. Like I said, he wasn't asking for details, just a broad explanation of what we needed. He wasn't going to micromanage. He expected us to manage the details on our own. We also all always had jobs that we got ourselves. So I worked at a bakery. I still remember The first $10 I made at the minimum wage job, and I was about 15 at the time, went to pay for a lovely yellow polyester uniform. I also did gift wrap at a department store, and I folded clothing at a retail chain store. So he, and I should mention my mother, who's no longer with us, they didn't micromanage any of this. In fact, I'm not sure he could even tell you what jobs I had. He just knew that I had jobs and that I was working. That's okay. He didn't need to micromanage. It was on us that we had to have that extra spending money beyond whatever base he gave us. He and my mom were not helicopter parents, but I always felt like they would be there with a landing pad if it ever looked like we were going to crash. So keeping a close eye on things, but also taking a little step back. It's okay. 
There's only so much that I can cover in a podcast, but there is so much more in the book. You can pre-order Launching Financial Grownups in all the places, but we will leave a direct link in the show notes. And please stay in touch by following me and DMing me. I love hearing your thoughts and your questions. Let me know, especially about the book, what resonated with you. I would love to know. Also on Instagram at BobbyRebel1 and on Twitter at BobbyRebel. And you can get on my newsletter list, which will also have some great tips by going to my website, bobbyrebel.com. Big thanks and congratulations to all of you for being such amazing financial grownups. Money Tips for Financial Grownups is a production of BRK Media, LLC. Editing and production by Steve Stewart. Guest coordination, content creation, social media support, and show notes by Ashley Wall. You can find the podcast show notes, which include links to resources mentioned in the show, as well as show transcripts, by going to my website, bobbyrebell.com. You can also find an incredible library of hundreds of previous episodes to help you on your journey as a financial grown-up. The podcast and tons of complimentary resources associated with the podcast is brought to you for free, but I need to have your support in return. Here's how you can do that. First, connect with me on social media at BobbyRebel1 on Instagram and BobbyRebel on Twitter, where you can join my Money Tips for Grownups Club. Second, share this podcast on social media and tag me so I can thank you. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Reading each one means the world to me. And you know what? It really motivates others to subscribe. You can also support our merch shop, grownupgear.com, by picking up fun gifts for your grown-up friends and treating yourself as well. And most of all, help your friends on their journey to being financial grown-ups by encouraging them to subscribe to the podcast. Together, we got this. Thank you for your time and for the kind words so many of you send my way. See you next time. And thank you for supporting Money Tips for Financial Grownups.